Why this fool got more comics than a motherfucker? comic book podcast where I try to get you, dear listener, into the wonderful world of comic books by way of making my friends read these stories. I'm Marcus, Mr. Summers, if you're nasty, joining me on this episode, two-time guest, to talk about his boy Nova. My beautiful boy. It's Gary. One of my beautiful boys. Technically, there's more than one Nova, (laughs) but I am a mark for anything to do with Nova. I have a Nova tattoo. Yeah, you're like number one Nova fan. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anything that involves space police, because, you know, regular police suck, but out in space. But out in space, different laws, different power dynamics. Exactly. You just put on a helmet, you get semi-godlike powers from the core of a planet, and you're off. Which yeah. arguably you'd I mean, think would make so... people even more corrupt, like that amount of power. And yet! But no. <laughs> And yet, the only time that happens to, like, the Green Lanterns is when they're corrupted by Parallax. Well, I mean... You know, also, yeah. it's really funny that, like, Nova... Like, Nova and Green Lantern are the same shit. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Except uh, Nova Corps have, have got the the Jean Grey weakness of being very susceptible to just fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the Green Lantern Corps, it's, hey, you guys got possessed again. Yep. You guys think we could stop doing that? No? Alright. And for, I'll touch on it later, because it actually happens in what we're going to cover today, but like, for Green Lanterns, like, you get a ring on, it's like, oh, this is cool, you're part of four Novas, how it's meant to be, you put on a helmet, and it nearly blows your brain up. <laughs> then if you survive, you get a bit of power. <laughs> Fun stuff. Uh, the the Green Lantern Corps, just by comparison, are uh, just a bunch of fucking dudes, frankly. Yeah, and they it's like, oh hey, you've got a lot of willpower, meaning you're an asshole. You want to? I would love to be. You want in, um, You want infinite power? I'd love to be in the room with the person who works out the logistics for. Green Lanterns, because it's like, oh yeah, we've got one for each second. I was like, what's this giant club of people near Earth? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Why are there seven for Earth? <laughs> That's not even an exaggeration at this point. Yeah. It's legit. There are like seven fucking Earth-based Green Lanterns. Yeah, because there's... Cause I, I don't read much DC, but I, I do, I've do. i always liked, obviously, because I'm a fan of Nova, I've always liked the idea of the Green Lanterns. And as someone who doesn't know anything about DC... And doesn't read Green Lanterns much. I can name like five off the top of my head because there's like Hal, <laughs> there's Guy, there's one's called John, I think, one's mm-hmm. called Kyle, and then there's the two yep. that came out with Rebirth. At, yeah, uh, Simon and Jessica, yeah. and then there's a seventh one from a, a I I don't remember her name, but I know she was created by N.K. Jemisin. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, so there's legit seven Earth Green Lanterns. Fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so originally we were gonna do Iron Fist yeah. for this episode. Uh, we were gonna do uh, the Tournament of Heaven, which we still might do. Absolutely. Um, but then you came to me one day. You're like, "Hey, 
you want to do Nova? I was like, shit, I don't know anything about Nova. Yeah. Absolutely. It's because um, I listened to the episode, like, when you covered Punisher Max, and it was, like, a small contained yeah. few issues. And after doing, like, Avengers vs. X-Men, which is, like, seven billion issues, <laughs> I was like, I'll try not to, like, take two weeks at a time up and have a nice, concise episode. Whether it goes that way, that... it remains to be seen, because I love to talk about right, Nova, yeah. but still. Like, I after the four-hour extravaganza that was the Batgirl episode. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should do these shorter stories for a while. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna try and stick to as short of issues as we could. Like, you know how glad I am that the Mortal Kombat episode was two hours? Oh. A tight two minute, two hours, twelve uh, minutes? I just want to say, Colt Khan is a fucking loser. I was I was fucking <laughs> big when he was going in on him because I was like, yes. Cause this dude sucks, man. I, I hate every time he popped up in like 10 and 11 in cutscenes because it's like this dude who's clearly drawn, designed, rendered to look like this brick shithouse, but he's made of tissue paper. <laughs> he's just... Uh, look, I'll be here for another 20 minutes before we actually get into it if I start talking about how much Kotal Khan is a loser. If you would like to hear me talk about how Kotal Khan fucking sucks, please listen to episode... What is it? Episode 8 on Mortal Kombat X. Uh, yeah. Where me and the machine talk about the those comics, uh, we are we for this we read Nova uh, issues one through five, yep. uh, which collected as the trade uh, Nova Origin, yep. uh, focusing on Sam Alexander, uh, the new Nova of the new decade. Latino heat to some people, and by some people I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the the problem is that that's uh, that's. Jaime Reyes to me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. Which, there's a lot of similarities with these characters, actually, yeah. just in terms of, like, their backgrounds and what they're... They're both space-based heroes. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I think I think that's why um, whenever... Like, because I really like the Injustice games, like, tying into talking about Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat a second ago. But um, it's really easy for me to, like, jump on board with, like, playing, like, the Arkham games or, like, Injustice or whatever, because a lot of... Marvel superheroes and DC superheroes do have that crossover with like likeness, personality types, and stuff like that, which is also why I've never mm-hmm. subscribed to like, oh, DC versus Marvel. I'm like, it's all the same. Superheroes yeah, are the same. Like, if you like Daredevil, you like Batman. Yeah, absolutely. If you like Daredevil, you like Batman. If you like Spider Man, you like Nightwing. Yeah. Uh, if you like Nova, you'll probably like Blue Beetle. Exactly. Um, but Sam, Sam came in 2012. Yes. Uh, Right around the time Avengers vs. X-Men happens. Like, you and I were talking about it. Yeah. He's like a brand new character when AVX happens. Mm-hmm. And so this is really covering, like, how he got his powers, how he became Nova. Um, which is cool for me because a lot of the stuff I know about Sam is stuff I know about... Like, I've never read his solo stuff. Yeah. I've read him in other people's books. I've read him in Champions. Yes. I've read him in all new, all different Avengers when him and Miles were on that team. Yeah. Um, like, I know him in the context of being the third friend of Spider-Man and Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Which is uh, which is sort of like the point of him. Like, mm-hmm. I w- there was a time, especially when he was on the Avengers, there was even a storyline with him. Like, he was in the background. I think it was after... Secret Empire ended, where everyone was celebrating, and he's like, "What? Why the fuck am I here? Literally not needed. I'm just surplus to requirements." Mm-hmm. And he leaves the Avengers. Um, but that's the point of him. Like they make a point, 
he's willing to be the support character, but he's also got a terrible temper. So, like, half the time he's fine with it, and half the time he's not fine with it, which you would expect from a child going through puberty. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. Because Sam... How old is Sam here? Like, you say, like, 15? I think he's... Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. say it. He's 15. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, of course, the reaction that a kid his age would have to everything. Yeah. But he's 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 a very interesting character because although he's he's hot headed a lot of the time, he's one of the few characters who's willing to just sit down and talk to people. It comes up in this arc and it comes up a lot in Champions where he's the most empathetic on the team because Miss Marvel's trying to do like heroic speeches. Miles is more like common sense, like we should do this because this makes sense in this. But Sam's the person who stops and talks to people. He's like, I think there's a point where Ironheart's given up being Ironheart for a bit and he's telling her about herself which is like no that's not the case but it definitely is and he's like he's very perceptive in terms of like people um, which he sort of has to be because he has to be his own dad as we'll find out right yeah um so we we might as well get right mm-hmm. into it uh, Nova issue one opens with uh, just a big splash page of the stars and yeah. The narration uh, being Sam's dad, mm-hmm. uh, Jesse Alexander, talking. He's uh, he's telling him a story. He's, Sam, did I ever tell you the one about his like, dad? <laughs> Maybe now's not the best time. And we flash back 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Jesse is the he's a Nova. Yeah. And he's a uh, he's out in space of. Is it four Z point Z light years from from Earth? Yep. Which I don't know. I don't understand that unit of I measurement. I don't know where anything right. is. Like I'm the biggest <laughs> fan of cosmic um, Marvel. I don't know where every, everything is situated. I know nowhere is at the edge of the universe. But also, apparently, the crunch from Annihilation was at the end of the universe. But that's nowhere near nowhere. The only constant you know about the Marvel universe is that every cosmic event, uh, the Kree home world of Hala will explode. That's the only constant. <laughs> like the only thing I keep up with with is a uh, Shi'ar space because yeah. the X Men are constantly going there. Yep. I mean, it, it's like, I don't even know where that we gotta is. Go hang out with these bird people. And Cannonball lives there now. I don't know now. where it is. <laughs> <laughs> Cannonball and Sunspot. Because yeah. Sunspot at the end of uh, an arc of New Mutants, we were getting way sidetracked. But at the end of a recent arc of New Mutants, Cannon uh, Sunspot after dragging. The rest of the team yep. out to because he was bored and missed his friend because <laughs> he missed Sam. <laughs> Beto decides, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna stay out here on the Shi'ar homeworld. I bought your apartment building, Sam. Yeah, I am going. Which to... raises so many questions about that exchange rate. And got romantically involved with Deathbird of all people. So like, oh, this woman wants to kill me. Great, said, Sam. I'm gonna go talk to that hot bird lady. <laughs> Oh, what a fucking guy. We gotta read some I gotta get somebody to read some new mutant shit. So I can talk about Sunspot at length. Yeah. I've been like um obviously still going off tangent, but I am uh can't remember what I was reading. It was something to do with X Men. But I think it was Inferno. And like just saying like mm-hmm. speaking of New Mutants, how Doug and Warlock are like intrinsic to everything, finally. Because it was like, where the fuck's Warlock? Yeah. And then it was revealed what he was doing. I was like, oh, this is going to explode. Yeah. 
Fucking Doug and Warlock are the two most important people to mutant society. As it should be. Tell that to somebody in 1990. Yeah, like, oh, who's this cypher guy? I fucking hate this nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we meet uh, we meet Jesse's two partners out in space, mm-hmm. uh, Titus and Mr. Z, yep. who are a tiger guy and uh, like a praying mantis man. It's unclear yeah. what kind of bug he is. Yeah, at first I thought he was uh, maybe the same kind of bug that um, Hulk befriended on Sakaar, but I think they've got different faces. It's got the same amount of limbs. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, Sam's dad is straight away being a space racist. So. <laughs> <laughs> Making fun of the way they talk. He's like, oh, glad I have a translator, you fucking cretins. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, nights like this, I almost wish the helmet couldn't translate what passes for language on your planets. He's like the, he's like the <laughs> navigations officer. For, I think it's at the start of Mass Effect 2. And you go on the... Oh, is it maybe the first Mass Effect? is like, oh, do we really feel comfortable having all these aliens on this fucking ship? And I'm like, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Mass Effect 1. Um, press Yeah. It. I'm like, yes, they shoot guns. Good. Fuck you. The fuck, man? Have you hung out with Rex? He's the coolest. Yeah. Uh, but they're there on this ship uh, to rescue Rocket and Gamora. Yeah. Um, and we get a little info on the... On the Black Novas, because uh, notably Jesse's helmet is black instead of gold, which had been kind of the yeah. tradition for uh, uh, for Novas to this point. Like Richard Ryder always had the gold helmet. Yeah. Um. So he, he's uh, the Black Novas are the supernovas. They don't ask. They don't. They just do the job. Yeah. Which is a very do do name for them, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I would just like to say, this Gamora is shouldn't be <laughs> quite frankly around children. Good lord, <laughs> <laughs> this is a book aimed at teenagers. Yeah. Good lord, yeah. Good God Almighty, bless Ed McGinnis. <laughs> she is she's fully him or hammered out. Uh, yep. So they. They rescue them. It's kind of standard fare. A ship blows up. Yep. Uh, because uh, the ship is chasing them down, and Jesse dives through. Yeah, Jesse dives up through the uh, through the ship and blows it up uh, himself. Yeah, he's, he's and, shown uh, to be extremely reckless, which sort of yeah um, is a. a Sign of things to come for Sam, but Sam yeah. is a little different. I think it comes back later in like the the I think it's the fourth issue. But yeah, so that whole yeah. I'm going to dive headfirst into things because I am a human bullet is yeah. The helmet will protect yeah. me, surely. In the in the immortal uh, words of uh, <laughs> Sam, uh, not Sam. Sorry, is it Sam? Oh my god, I've forgotten. No, it is Sam. Oh, what's Cannonball's real name? Sam Guthrie? Yeah, I'm nigh invincible when I'm blasted. I'm nigh invincible when I'm blasted. Uh, and Titus, the Tiger Man, which, all right, uh, he says, that was brave, courageous, and unbelievably stupid, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just goes, everything I learned, I learned from you. <laughs> and my note for that is, I learned it from you, Dad. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. I got big 
buddy cop vibes from these two. Yes. At least how uh, Jesse tells it. Right. What's important about these flashback stories is that they are always from Jesse's perspective. They are always from him telling them to his kids to try and impress them. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, the story ends with uh, Jesse in the present, or six months ago, mm-hmm. uh, in Carefree, Arizona, uh, puking into a, a public toilet yeah. at the school. And um, he's a janitor now. Yes. And so Sam, it's implied, or no, it's straight up said that Sam did all this himself. Mm-hmm. Like Sam fixes it after Jesse throws up. Yeah. Uh, and so he carries his fucking dad home. And he's like, Sam, if they call for me someday, I'll have to go back out there. And he's like, yeah, dad, sure, whatever. Because Sam thinks it's all bullshit. Yeah. He's like a natural skeptic. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, why don't I tell mom you're doing some work in the garage again? And lays his dad down on this cot he has in the garage. Yeah, in the, in the shed that just gets bamboozled throughout this entire <laughs> run. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is impossible space, this fucking garage. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. But um, before we move on, it's just the during the flashback, they mention they're fighting the Badoon. And my note here is whatever the fuck happened to the Badoon, like even in this run, like they just get they seem to be just blanket replaced by Chitari. Okay, so I I have a note later about the Chitari. Yeah. Um and I, I might as well say it here. This is really close to right after Avengers One. Yes. And so yeah. on the grand scale, Marvel is really pushing the Chitari. Yeah. Uh like it's like, hey, we need a a, th- a threat from space. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's going to be the Chitari. Yeah, but like because they're recognizable. Because they they didn't really like. I'm sure they were around. Yeah. Pre Avengers one, but like they weren't. People weren't using them. If they wanted a space threat, they'd use the Badoon or they yeah. use Scrolls or whatever. I'm thinking it's probably because the Badoon, with them being lizard people and it being the um the first Avengers film. Probably a bit too soon after um, Amazing Spider-Man, the first one. So like, ah, I can't do lizard people again. Let's do these weird yeah. bug-like things. But like, the Badoon was so it used to be so ingrained into like just everyone's story in terms of cosmic heroes. The other reason why Star Lord became Star Lord, but now that's being retconned. At least in, I believe it's the Chitari now. It it was mm-hmm. in the game that came out a couple of um, months ago, which, by the way, fuck slaps. I did not. Expect. I've heard that game rules. It's, it's crazy. so good, so fucking good. They even they mentioned uh, fucking Wraith in it. Like he's got his own like Nova Core file, and you can read it. And like it's, it's the people who made the game clearly know the cosmic characters. I was like, oh yes, yeah, which is beautiful shit because that's its own fucking animal, really. Yeah. Um. So Sam goes in the house and he talks to his mom. I want to note here, Sam and his mom are drawn like white people. It's very weird. Yeah. Uh, Sam, legit, he looks like Tim Drake here. Yes, absolutely. He looks. He goes through a stage of looking like every Robin. <laughs> yeah, yes. Actually, he looks like Jason Todd here yeah. more than Tim Drake. but Because uh, in the last issue, he just looks like Damien Wayne. It's super weird. In the on the cover um, of Marvel Point One, where it's him like holding his helm, he's got the helmet off and he's holding it in his hands. He looks like somebody took a picture of Dick Grayson, and like 
went put it in Photoshop and was like, shorten this kid by about two foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's so weird. Yeah, um, because like they're from Arizona, he should be darker than this. Yep. But isn't in that the way? Uh, like the amount of times they draw like sunspot is just like. Oh, he's got oh slight. God, he's yeah. got a slight tan. <laughs> it's like mm. it's like no sunspot is black. Like yeah, it's like a relevant part of his character. That I think even though um, it's part of my favorite run in U.S. Avengers, he just looked like somebody coffee stained Reed Richards. I'm like this. Come on, this isn't this is Reed Richard with a color filter. Come on. Okay. So Sam talks to his mom, and he's like, uh, yeah, dad's fine. I just did his job at the school. Uh, he's fine. And she's yeah. like, your dad's going through a tough time. And he's like, what, not as tough as when he went up, about the big, uh, went up against the big bad Badoon, right? Because Sam thinks his dad is full of shit. Yeah. It's quite His funny. mom clearly knows that he is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so his little sister, who is adorable, Kaylin, comes in and is like, can I have some ice cream? <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's like, yeah, whatever. You have anything you want. It's all make-believe anyway. And then leaves. Uh, this is, like, the first of, like, things that made me, like, think of Jaime uh, here. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to sit here and just compare them because they're both Mexican space heroes. Yeah. But... Similarly, they have they have similar family dynamics, as we'll get to towards the end here. Yeah. Because Sam's mom does find one, she knows his dad is Nova, mm-hmm. and two, by the end of the story, she knows that uh, that Sam is Nova, which happens that that's a similar dynamic to what Jaime has with his with his family, yeah. where his um his parents know pretty much from jump. Mm-hmm. Like, he's in space for six months. Or he's in space for a year after Infinite Crisis. Which, again, to point out a similarity, they were both created right... Before a large in the middle, Right at the very beginning of a big event. Because yeah. uh, Jaime was created for Infinite Crisis. Sam was created for AVX. Yeah. Um, like, in a real-world sense, their origins are very similar. Yeah. Um, so Jaime spends a year in space... And then comes back and has to explain where the fuck he was for the last year. Uh, he was in he was in between realities. It's a whole thing, um, and he has a weird relation. Not even weird. Like his little sister wants to pretend that she doesn't like him, but she very much like looks up to him and loves him. Yeah. And Sam has a similar dynamic with Caitlin here. Yeah. And his mom's trying to beg him not to break kayfabe. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. You gotta ruin the business, brother. <laughs> Nova's just been kayfabing his family for twenty years. Yeah. He's a uh, like Mr. Satan. <laughs> Remember, how Mr. Satan just never told Fidel that he was full of shit. Yeah. And she almost got herself killed all the time. Just the he just let them build an entire hotel. In memory of his defeat of Cell, he's like, "Yeah, that happened." Continue the construction. <laughs> he he asked everyone to kayfabe it during the fucking tournament. Yeah, and that Dragon Ball. <laughs> hey, brother, I need you- that that little film, that Dragon Ball Yo one. 
by the, having a big feast at that hotel and it gets wrecked because Yamcha has to do the beam control thing to like blow it up into a billion bits of debris so it doesn't crush everyone and then they're like ah oh, so this fucking hotel's for this Mr. Satan guy must be your biggest warrior he's like yes but I'll let uh, Trunks and Goten fight for me <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, I was just like, brother, you you should go out there. Give the undercard a chance, you know. Oh god. Anyway, uh, the next day, Sam is late to school. He is riding through the hallway on his skateboard, which you're playing with fire, frankly. Yeah. Uh, and this dude named Moffat. Yep. Fucking backhands him off the uh, off the skateboard, and he's like, "Hey, I just made a mess in the bathroom. You want to get your dad on it?" <laughs> that is wild. That like, I've just took a dump. Get your dad to solve it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I never knew the kids would get bullied because their dad was the janitor. Yeah. I mean, my note um, for this part is like Sam. Uh, Sam's dad's bad as a job. Uh, is bad at his job, but people are giving Sam shit for it. Like, what's he meant to do? He's a child. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What's that got to do with me? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, like uh, my dad wasn't bad at his job while I was at, at school, but I can't imagine being picked up. Like, hey, your dad's bad at delivering parcels. Like, I wouldn't care. But like, okay, <laughs> but that's his problem, I guess. Um, the guy asks him straight up you think you're better than me because your dad's the janitor here he's like custodial engineer say it with me lunk this is where he really looks like fucking Tim Drake it's super weird like it's Sam having blue eyes is weird Mm -hmm. like I get that they want it to they want it to be like a well you have your dad's eyes thing but like genetically yeah uh unlikely that he would have black hair and blue eyes uh Especially considering that his he is again Mexican from Arizona. Yeah, I don't think does his sister have the blue eyes. I don't think she does. I don't have the comic. I put it. Back I on gotta shelf. look. Yeah. Uh, here, let me take a quick look. Uh, well, next time I, she comes up, I'll take a look because in the previous panel she doesn't have. You can't see yeah, her yeah. eyes. Um. So a teacher comes in and is like, "Hey, is anybody missing the skateboard?" And is uh is like Sam about your dad, his attendance record is worse than yours. And he's like, how many jobs can he? How many more jobs can he afford to lose? And Sam's like, fucking, that's not. What's that got to do with me? I hate this guy. I think he turns out to be the principal eventually, and he's just an odd uh, cock. I think so. Like, yeah, he hates poor people. Like, absolutely, he's one of those. Like, we had one when I was in secondary school. I thought in England town, what we call high school, and like. Where they don't give any poor families the benefit of the doubt because they just want all the, the every child to have their shit together because they don't want to actually deal with the children. They just want to be head of a school and get that wage. Yeah. Disgusting. I hate this guy. Yeah. And his hairline hates him, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, here's the thing. I cannot tell if he's balding or if he's bald and there's just a weird shadow on his head. I think he's got the fryer took. I think he's going for the... <laughs> Jean Picard, but he's not. And he's, f- he's gonna... forgive me for saying this, he's nowhere near as sexy as Parakatuin. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the uh, he's got the fucking George Costanza going. Yeah, absolutely. I was in the pool, Jay. <laughs> um. 
And so this girl who is in the background of this first shot when Sam is face to face with Moffat, yeah. uh, this girl with the very early 2010s uh, pink streak in her yeah. hair, uh, like <laughs> exactly like Ultimate Kate Bishop, who the less said about the better. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, um, uh, it's very. I've just read Scott Pilgrim, but I'm not allowed to dye yes. all of my hair. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very knives chow in ten minutes of Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So she asks. She asks Sam, who is outside skateboarding. She's like, "Are you gonna stay late and cover? Uh, are you gonna stay late and clean the bathrooms again?" He's like, "Fucking what?" <laughs> he's like, "What?" Uh, he's like, "How do you know about that?" He's like, "What? Did you cover for your dad so he doesn't get fired?" She's like, "Well, I could help if you want." He's like, "Why would you do that? That's not even." This is... I don't even think that's like a self-deprecating question of his. Yeah. Like, that, I don't even think that's him going like, why would you want to help me? He's just like, why would you do yeah. that? <laughs> why would you stay in clean toilets? That sucks as a thing to do. But, as the reader, we know exactly why I should do that. And my note for this part is, Sam can skateboard, so he knows he's going to ruin several women's lives, starting with Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> the 2010s she says like tucking her hair behind her ear i don't know it's something to do like sam please pay attention please pay attention sam buddy my guy i mean please just just look around you for all intents and purposes she is a real one for like our first date she's willing to clean clean some toilets with you you better lock that shit down because that that's a ride or die exactly she says, he, Sam says to her, wow, this place really, I don't even think he's saying it to her. He's just kind of thinking out loud. <laughs> like, this feels like a, something that if it was in another comic, he would say, oh, uh, that was supposed to be a thought bubble. Yeah. He says, wow, this place really has come to a dead end when the cutest girl in school would clean toilets for something to do. And she, in very small text, says, you really think I'm cute? <laughs> God. Disgusting. <laughs> Children, He's a romance. We, we live in a town where I... <laughs> Carrie, we live in a town where I can skateboard from one end to the other. We're never gonna go anywhere. We're gonna wind up just like. I'm sorry, there's stuff with my dad. Thanks for offering to help. And he leaves. Damn, he was writing a pop punk Presumably. song right there. <laughs> I hate this town. Uh, and so we got back to a flashback, which is uh, Jesse talking now to Kaylin. Yeah. He says, we were zooming through the Milky Way, and I don't mean the candy bar. And she giggles, oh, daddy. <laughs> which, I must add, this kid is like six. She's saying, oh, daddy, in the way that a six-year-old would say it. You freaks. Yep. Uh... And so they're trying to get away from some regalians. Yeah. Uh, they took a they took a regalian recorder, and um, they are now being pursued through space. And uh, Titus says, hey, "Jesse, if you're gonna hop back to Earth, it has to be now." It's like now. He's like, "Take the skimmer. It'll get you as far as you can. It'll get you as far as the next uh, jump port." I can't leave you guys in the middle of this. There's got to be another choice. It's like, none of us have families. That was our agreement when we signed up. You, being someone who doesn't follow regulations, found a bride. You are needed at home, and this is near to Earth as we are going to be for a very long time. Titus, I'll send back up from the jump port. 
Uh, I promise I'll be back as soon as they're like, just go. I would like to say this should have been the first hint that uh, things are not what they seem. Yes. Because I think the like Titus saying you being someone who does not follow regulations found a bride. This sounds like Jesse going, yeah, I'm a loose cannon. I don't follow the rules. Yeah. So I'm going to leave. Well, um, you know, that might be exactly what happened. Uh-huh. Um, again, we can't see what color Kaylin's eyes are, so I yeah. don't know again. Uh, and he's like, I got je- home just in time to see your big brother get born 15 years ago. Sometimes it feels like a long time. Sometimes it feels like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, he, it's very cute, actually, where um, she's like, tell me another story about Rocket Raccoon. And he's like, tomorrow. Now I'll race you down to Sleepy Town and falls asleep. Meanwhile, Sam. <laughs> what the fuck is with this guy, man? Yeah. He's like just staring. He looks like he's like just a total hater here. And he's like, his mom walks by, which Sam's mom, um, call me. Uh, <laughs> he says... <laughs> He can't even remember the same stories he tells me that he tells her. Just because just because she sees your dad as a hero doesn't make her wrong. He's like a talking raccoon, a green lady assassin. He's filling her head with fantasies. He's filling her head with dreams. He's a loser, mom. Just like Cordal Khan. <laughs> He's an anti-vax loser gonna... like Cordal Next, he's going to tell her the story about how he got all those Mayans to drink the blood of their enemies. Hey, drink this blood. Is it sanitized? What is sanitation? Drink this blood. Uh, says, you have no idea of the sacrifices he's made. I hope you grow up to be half the man your father is. Which... Yeah. Ow. Like, to Sam, that's got to feel like the meanest thing that his mom could say. Yeah, yeah. Which, again, she knows the truth about him. She knows that he hasn't been lying this whole time. Yeah. But that's, like, Sam takes it very hard. Because mm-hmm. it's got to feel like the meanest shit in the world. Yeah, especially when he's a teenager. He doesn't realize that his parents are human beings. Because even though you're a teenager, you start pushing back against your parents and stuff, you still somewhere believe that they're, like, these monoliths. It's not until you become an adult yourself, right. you'd be like, oh, yeah. Unless your parents are just straight up evil. Like, if they're regular human beings and they've got, like, problems, like Sam's dad's obviously um, got a laundry list of problems. But you can see, sort of, when, if Sam was an adult, he'd be like, okay, I see where that's happened. He might still not like him, but you can still see how it happened. But he's at that place where he's like, I don't understand this. This must be very bad. Yeah, like, as I get older, like, I realized, like, I just turned 27 back in August. And I realized, like, oh, I'm now the age my mom was when I was 10 years old. Yeah. But suddenly, a lot more about my life makes sense. <laughs> um, so Sam skates off. Uh, and he's, uh, again, writing a pop punk song as he goes. Yeah, as you do. <laughs> Must be nice to put on a space helmet and leave this tiny town. I'll, ne- I'll never get any further than my own backyard. I'm gonna wind up just like him. That's my. F- Which that's this is a fucking. That's my favorite <laughs> day to remember. Day to remember song. song. 
I'm so glad we got to that same exactly. point at the same yeah. time. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's... You could... I'm going to put some chords to this and see what happens. Um, and Sam gets to the egg, like the edge of town mm-hmm. and goes back home. And, uh, and he notices his sister's awake and he's like, hey, isn't somebody up past her bedtime? And she's like, I can't sleep. I'm worried about dad. Yeah. And... He, uh, he, this is where Sam realizes, like, how important, so her eyes are blue, too, by the way, nice. um, which, all right, <laughs> recessive genes, fuck off, whatever, um, she, uh, Sam realizes how important these stories are to Kaylin, <laughs> and how important their dad being super cool is to her. Yeah. Um, cause she's like, what if, what if the Novas need him again? He's going to have to go. Mm-hmm. And it kind of clicks in her, his, you see it in Sam's face. He goes, you should get dad to tell you the story about how they painted another ring around Saturn. That's a really good one. And Sam gets to school the next day and the bathroom is just totally, completely fucked. Yeah. And Moffat uh, has been going bananas in there. Yeah. Uh, Arizona Flash Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> says, says, this is all your, this is your fault, Alexander. If your old man doesn't show you're on duty duty. And Sam goes to punch him, misses, and gets fucking rocked. Yeah. <laughs> Just totally clobbered. Poor guy. And so, he says, uh, like, Sam gets taken to the office uh, and is explicitly suspended here. Yes. And then he l- gets to the garage to yell at his dad, and he notices there's a big hole in the garage, mm-hmm. and the Nova helmet is gone. Uh, which I don't think I mentioned before, but his dad's Nova helmet has been sitting on... Yeah, it's just out in the open. Yeah, just sitting there the whole time. And so I think Sam always thought it was like... A cosplay some, helmet. Like, novelty. Right, yeah, like some total this novelty. This fucking thing. lizard is lopping. Yeah. Uh, and Sam's like, you're not running out on us. I'll find you if I have to go to every bar and liquor store in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And ska- skating through the street, hits a rock, falls, lands right on his head. Yeah. Concussion City, here we go. <laughs> yep, Yep, Sam is in health and safety protocols, which is uh, funny because of earlier on, the principal says, hey, start wearing a fucking helmet, because you're going to fuck yourself yep. up. Uh, so Sam wakes up, in, he keeps waking up in the hospital. Yep. Um, and so he's unconscious for three days, which, great way to uh, spend your suspension. Yep. Uh, just totally dead to the world. I mean, we, we never see it, but I imagine the the bathroom at the school is pretty bad at this point. Oh, is hell! <laughs> is hell on earth? <laughs> Without Sam or Jesse there to clean it Disgusting. up, that bathroom looks like maybe maybe Carrie started cleaning it. That's something to do. <laughs> God. Um, and so we Sam wakes up four times. The first is uh, the doctor says, "Hey, don't try to sit up. You took a pretty nasty spill." Yeah. Then he goes back to sleep, wakes up, 
uh, it's Kaylin asking, can I see what color the stitches are? And uh, then he wakes up again, and his mom is sitting by his bedside holding his hand, and he says, hey, has dad come home yet? And she says, no, not yet. He goes back to sleep, wakes up. Fucking Rocket and Gamora are there. <laughs> yeah, the two most and... morally questionable guardians. Yeah, and again, Gamora. Yeah. Great googly moogly. <laughs> I believe Lionel Richie wrote a song about... <laughs> <laughs> this specific Gamora, and it was named Brick House. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mighty Mighty! Yep. Just letting it all hang out. But this, like, I love this, um, just this whole sequence because rather than, like, because one thing that's a bit weird about comics is sometimes fantastical things happen to children, and children are like, okay, I'm, this is cool, I'm fine with this. Sam just reaches for a pillow, and is like, I'm gonna smother this fucking rocket. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> yeah, because they're holding... They're, he wakes up, and they're holding the helmet. And he's like, hey, that's my dad's helmet. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's why we came here. Uh, we came to give you the helmet. And he's like, it's a talking raccoon! And grabs the pillow. <laughs> uh, and Rocket immediately tries to fucking shoot him! Um, yeah, I mean, that that's... Yeah. You pushed the you pushed the talking raccoon button. Yeah. I didn't notice it when I read it before, but Gamora is grabbing a hold here, like she puts him in a headlock. Yep. I think Sam. I think this would have been the end of Sam's story if Gamora wasn't there. To be honest. Yeah, he would have just Bucket died. Would have right just here. like shot him. It's like I'll figure out how to use the helmet. Puts a put a battery pack <laughs> in it and use it for myself. And she's like, "What the." F- Fuck is your problem, Rocket? He's like, what? He attacked me first. And she's like, what? A pillow? Yeah. And Sam, meanwhile, sprints out of the room. Yeah. He's like, somebody help! Somebody help! It's a raccoon! A talking raccoon and a crazy lady! With a gun! <laughs> and, uh... They, uh... The nurse follows him in, and she's like... She's like, Sam, you have a concussion. Yep. <laughs> Sweet baby boy, go back to sleep, okay? Head trauma. Because <laughs> you are concussed and seeing things. And so the helmet is under the bed. Yes. Sam wakes up, uh, leaves the hospital. Somehow, just fucking walks out of the hospital. As you do, yeah. S- still in the gown. Uh, and punts the helmet out into the desert. And it flies away with a poot sound effect. Yep. <laughs> it's it's interesting that it's a solid helmet because sometimes the Nova helmets are like cloth or some kind of soft material that you can just pull on. Mm-hmm. Um, like in Annihilation when Drax puts on Richard's helmet to talk to the world mind when Richard's going through an existential crisis. It's like cloth and you could just hand it back to him, scrunched up. But this one's a yeah, it's like a lucha. This one's a fucking just a, a bike helmet with a star stapled to the front. <laughs> uh, and the helmet starts glowing. So Sam's like, I should probably fucking look at that. Yeah. Uh, and then just puts it on. He's like, whatever. What's the worst thing? What's the worst that could happen? Puts it on. Yep. 
uh, and becomes Nova. And this is what I alluded to earlier, what I liked about this, is like there's an expression of pain when he puts it on, because you're getting all yeah. this power, and he's also a fucking child. And Yeah, he's like, Gah! like Because you're, you're taking on all this power, it has to be it's no nonsense way to say this, but it, because it, it's inside of you at that point. And it's such a yeah. such an overflow of power. Like in recent times, not so much because the Nova helmets don't have Nova Force in anymore. Because only Richard has the Nova power. But there's a Secret Avengers storyline where Richard he doesn't have his helmet because he puts on the serpent crown and goes mm-hmm. all wild and stuff. And so Steve Rogers, no one can stop him. Steve's like picks up his helmet, like fuck it, might as well have a go. And it almost fucking kills Captain America just to put on because Richard's it's helmet. So much power. Yeah. So I like that they don't forget that, but like sometimes Marvel do. Yeah, so, of course. Yeah. Well, it's like how they forgot that Jean Grey was Phoenix. Yep. Now the Phoenix Force is an intrinsic uh, mutant thing. Yeah, that's no, fine. You Echo know. is the Phoenix now. <laughs> <sighs> Wasn't Blade the Phoenix for for like a hot second? Yes, there was a uh, Avengers storyline where the Phoenix came back, and I think the only mutant present was Wolverine because, of course. Yeah, it went through all the Avengers. It went to, like, there was the crux of the storyline. It's like, it was coming back. For some reason, only the Avengers cared. And several people tried to get it because it wanted to pick a new host. And literally, the, the floor was open for anyone. Captain America had it. Yeah. He fought Doctor Doom with it. Doctor Doom had it. Um, it went through all the Avengers and the current Avengers roster. So it went on, like, uh, Blade, Ghost Rider, She-Hulk, everyone. Um... Yeah, it was a. It was definitely a choice. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> Avengers comics are Tom. Yeah. Um, they were good for like. So Sam has met a few months in twenty nineteen. That's about it. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sam puts the helmet on and uh, is met by a recording of his dad. Mm-hmm. It's like Sam. If you're seeing this, then it didn't go as. Then he keeps getting interrupted. Like he's cutting out. Yeah. It's like um, if you're seeing this, then it didn't go as planned. If I'm giving the helmet to Rocket and Gamora. Whatever you do, and it cuts out. Trust them. And he says, "Hey, did you say trust them or don't trust mm-hmm. them?" Oh, you can't hear me. So the power of the Nova helmet is yours to discover. I wish I had more time to explain. It'll only work for you and my DNA signature. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I know I haven't been the best father. I wanted to be there more for you and your mom and your sister. I'm sorry to burden you with this. You've taken on so much. I never said it enough. I know I never said enough, but I love you, son. And he clicks out. Yeah. Uh, and then the helmet starts doing whatever the fucking wants, and Sam flies away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he wakes up the next morning and feels fine. Like he's the doctor's like, yeah, he's in perfect health. Yep. He's great. Also weird, again, weird coloring stuff with them. Uh, like, their skin looks a little darker here, yeah. but not... You know, it, it is what they it is. They look Italian But now, now his mom's is... eyes are... Yeah. yeah. Uh, his mom's eyes are now also blue. Yeah. Uh, they were brown in the previous issue, so they're just doing whatever. They don't fucking... I know this doesn't matter. This is like a thing that... But it's just something that I noticed, and it's weird to me. Yeah. No, it definitely is weird. Um, uh, Sam, Sam's mom's like, hey, I gotta go pick up your sister. Um, you sure you don't want to come? I don't want to leave you alone. 
And Sam doesn't say anything. He gets out of the car, leaves his skateboard, and just sits in the garage with the helmet. And he sits there all day. Mm -hmm. As you would, when you find out that wrestling is, in fact, real. (laughs) Imagine being Videl and finding out that your dad did, in fact, (laughs) whoop Cell's ass. No, but like when when the recording's like, oh yeah, lonely work for you, my DNA signature, I thought, when I first read this... um, like way back when it first came out, I was like, "Oh, a couple volumes down the line, his little sister's gonna go on the fucking." This is gonna put it gonna on. Gonna go on the kid go yeah. on push, but I don't think it ever came. Which again, uh, again, there was a a big fan kind of push back in like 2012, 2013 mm-hmm. to make uh, Milagro Reyes, uh, Jaime's baby sister, a um, a Green Lantern yeah. in the future. Which is, I would love to read that story. Mm-hmm. Um. And so he's just like, "Hey, what? all that stuff is real. All that all happened. What am I supposed to do?" And then he just puts the helmet back on, uh, and he he tries to test his powers out, and his mom definitely sees him. Yeah. <laughs> like she's watching and she looks distressed. Yeah, I feel like obviously it's not said, and I could be completely off by this, but I think like when he's flying around and she's like watching from the kitchen window, I think the at least if I was in her position, there'd be that conflict because, like, obviously, that's my child. I don't want to get them in trouble or get them to get into harm's way and stuff like that. But also, like, who else is going to save my husband? It's got to right. be them, He's... right? <laughs> right. Because she's got to be putting it together. All his wounds healed. His head's way better after he was seriously injured. Yeah. Uh, and now there's this big blue streak flying through town. That's got to be him. That he's got to have the helmet. No, it's a local superhero, Speedball, who lives nearby. <laughs> Canonically, <laughs> it has horrendous. What? Hold on, weren't these two on the New Warriors together? They were. I'm yeah. suddenly remembering. Because um, okay, yeah, then I did. I read Sam in that. Yeah, because he comes. Because that, that's one of my favorite um, volumes. It was vastly underrated because nobody cares about New Warriors anymore. But it's like yeah, because it's Speedball, Scarlet Spider, Nova, Hummingbird, Justice, Justice, who. There's somebody else. Justice is a whole bag of bollocks, especially in the new um, Champions Runways with the government for some reason. Um, but uh-huh. no, the, that volume of New Warriors, to go off at a tangent, which is still relevant because Nova's there, it's like they, they go on a mission, I think it's against uh, the High Evolutionary, maybe? Mm-hmm. And then once they're done, they have like that stereotypical, like, oh, we've just done our first superhero mission. Hooray, let's bond. And Hummingbird's just like trying not to peer into people's heads but just going around just to see everyone's true feelings about the mission and everyone's got like happy thoughts like oh this is cool that he gets to speedball and fucking penance is in his head he's like get out of my fucking head and just like that is so fucking good I love speedball when I used to do um, freelance writing about comics for like comicbookresources.com I did an entire article about like speedball and how he started off as a joke went through fucking hell and came back out of it and still is just seething under the surface I think he's one of the most interesting characters but obviously he's still a joke bless him yeah yeah remember when they tried to make him dark and broody and he was penance for a while and they remembered that Monet saying <laughs> that's Monet's code yeah. I don't think she started using that again until um, recently yeah yeah she was just M at that yeah. point um anyway Sam flies off into space and is like holy shit space is amazing mm-hmm. Uh, and crash lands on the moon. Yep. 
And who is hanging out on the moon? The fucking Watcher. Chrome Dome himself. I love the way the Watcher's drawn here. It actually looks like an She's alien life form. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking about that. It was that he looks like like a great alien. Instead of just a big baby. <laughs> which, yes. which some, uh, it depends on the artist, but sometimes it looks ominous. Like, oh, what the fuck? Like, Who's this terrifying child in yeah. space? But no, he looks like fucking uh, Crypto from... Um, from destroying exactly, yeah, yeah. Crypto spread in, yeah. Yeah, wonderful shit. Um, so the Watcher, the Man in the Moon. Yep. Uh, he's like, hey, uh, uh, do you speak English? Do you speak? Say something. Yeah. And he, the Watcher, just points. Yeah, and this is and Sam looks. This is part of what I was talking about earlier. It's like it, it's the first like real showcase of his compulsion to want to understand people and communicate with people rather than anyone else. Like he's within a few like pages in the grand scheme of things. If you're reading it as a trade paperback, you went from being instantly scared of a raccoon to okay, right, I've got this responsibility. I need to understand these things. Let me right. understand this person. Right, and uh, he looks, and he's like, what am I looking at? Like, he's looking at whatever the Watcher's pointing at, and he can't see what it is. Yeah. And the Watcher uh, shows him a bunch of ships. Uh, they're Chitauri ships yeah. heading for Earth. And he's like, is that what you see out there? Uh, what, are, what does that mean? Are those spaceship things coming here? Is that bad? Is that good? Why are you telling me, me this? I don't. You don't even know me. Uh, and he's like, I'm guessing that it's bad, which probably says a lot more about me than I want to think right now. Uh, fine. I don't know who or what you are, like an alien or a god. Are you god? <laughs> which the answer is, at some point, yeah. Kind of? <laughs> yeah. Like, at one point, the Watcher was definitely supposed to be god. Yeah. Um, and he's like, okay, so all you can do is point, so I'm going to go. I guess, fine, help. Or tell the Avengers, which I've got no idea how to do. Yeah. Which, <laughs> fun foreshadowing there for what he'll do in six months from now. This is weird, because this whole book is a big in-media res. Yeah. It's like, hey, what do... What do we... How do we explain this character's origin when he's already been around for a few months? Yeah. Um, and also, it's sort of... I, I don't know if this is true, but I think Sam's the first person to actually befriend the Watcher. I know there's people who are aware of him. Like, Spider-Man's always, like, whenever something fucking happens and the Watcher's obviously watching in the sky, Spider-Man's usually the first person to go, oh, fuck me, the Watcher's here. But, like, no one has ever, like, tried yeah. to talk to him or, like, be his friend. And right, this is... Sam, like, yeah. introduces himself. Not as Nova, protector of the galaxy, yeah. whatever. He says, hey, I'm Sam. Sam Alexander. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you that, but somehow I think you knew already. Yeah. Uh, okay, bye. And the Watcher, like, fucking smiles. I think. Yeah, no, he does. This is the only time. Yeah. I think this is the only time I've ever seen the Watcher smile. Yeah, because um, they become actual full-on friends um, in the later volumes mm-hmm. and stuff, which is fucking heartbreaking, because I think Sam's the one that finds the Watcher's body. Finds the Watcher dead. When he has his eyes Who killed the Watcher, out. by the way? I don't remember. It was... Was that, Nick Fury. Was that, was that Nick Fury? Yeah, old man, white Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah. Because he was like, I'm tired of protecting the universe. Fuck you, give me your eyeballs. 
which is a hilarious story. Having to explain old old white man Nick Fury yeah. and young Sam Jackson Nick Fury, who is that Nick Fury's son, yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. The whole crux of that storyline is like Nick Fury's once again fucked everything up because he can't leave shit alone, and for some reason everyone hates Bucky and has blamed it all on him. Because, <laughs> uh, I don't want to read that story again, but I feel like I have to. I feel like it, I, I really enjoy it. Like the midway part is amazing. Like when they, because they do this thing where it's like, oh, like this thing spans. Like the watcher can see into different realities, he can see into the magical plane, he can see across everything. We need to split up into teams, and it's the most nonsensical teams. Like fucking the Punisher and Doctor Strange go into the magic universe, fucking Moon Knight, Bucky, and I think it's Gamora go to a different planet, and it's fucking it's a planet. It's not Ego, I don't think, but it's a planet like Ego that's been murdered by giant space bullets. And it's just Emma Frost and fucking Black Panther or a team. It's just so weird, but so good. And everyone hates Emma Frost and Black Panther. Yeah, they like. I think it's Emma Frost, Black Panther, and Ant Man have to go to like the center of the earth to see what's been murdering all the Mole Man's monsters. And it Emma Frost, Black Panther, and Ant Man is like you say those three characters out of context. It just sounds like the setup for like the most awkward threesome. What do they even talk about? Uh, mostly the investigation. It's really good, though. I, I liked Original Sin. It was a bit goofy towards the end. But I just love that, like, Nick Fury done all that shit, made it all point at Bucky. Like, like yeah, he's the one betraying you, not me. And like, everyone just just offhand comments. Every other page is like, oh, yeah, I never like Bucky. He's a fuckhead. And it turns out the end, he's the one who's going to save everyone. He's like, oh, fucking save you, I guess, even though nobody Tell likes me. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Really, guys? I've been going to every meeting really... for the past ten years, and nobody likes me. Wow. Emma Frost and Black. I'm sorry. I'm ca- I'm really stuck on this because it's like Black Panther fucking hates Namor, right? Yes. Emma, at the very least, hooked up with him. Yep. And they are friends. So just like, so. yeah, like Emma and Namor are ostensibly friends. Uh. And have had sex a couple times. Mm-hmm. Black Panther, a few, maybe a year or two after that story, uh, teams up with Black Bolt to murder Namor. Yep. So, like, wh- what is a conversation between T'Challa and Emma Frost like at that point in time? It, I mean, I think it's with, just by the nature of Scott Lang being there. It's probably, if I recall correctly, it's just Scott Lang just yammering away. And the other two are like, okay, and the other let's two are stay just on, like... let's stay on focus, because it's Nick Fury that picks the teams. Because like at the beginning, you think Nick Fury's trying to help them from beyond the grave because their life model decoy is mm-hmm. murdered, and they think that's the real one, as is, was the case with Nick Fury for like twenty as, years. As is always the yeah. case with white Nick Fury. He's like, oh, yeah, oh it's a robot. And like, oh, who murdered this guy? Who murdered the Watcher? Oh, he put these teams together specifically. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. But anyway, um, watch it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Sam gets home uh, after using his. He just thinks real hard about stopping, and he does, yeah. which is cool. Uh, Nova powers are weird. They are, yeah. Uh, Especially ones that aren't Sam, linked to the world mind, because just thinking things and having them happen is weird without another like an AI presence. But you know, yeah. So Sam gets home, and. Uh, 
he uh, he gets home and his mom yells at him in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, my Spanish is not great, but uh, my loose translation is, um, Sam, where have you been? Mm-hmm. Uh, something about the hospital, and then she's like, your sister. Basically, your sister and I have been worried. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I think. Some of those lines. The only word I picked up was sister, so. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But uh, Sam was like, oh, I was looking, I was out in the garage looking through dad's stuff. I thought I might find something that would help us find him, you know, like where he went. Mm -hmm. Uh, I must have fallen asleep. And she goes, oh, did you want me to make you something to eat? And it's like, (laughs) that's such an obvious lie. Yeah. Because, like, why would you not look in the garage right away? Yeah. Uh, but I think she knows but, he's lying. Yeah, she she knows, but she wants to see if he'll... Yeah, because on the next page, she's like, is there something you're not... She asks... Or he asks her first. He says, is there something you're not telling me? She's like, is there something you're not telling me? Yeah. If there is something you want to tell me, you can. Um, Your dad always did. Mm-hmm. And then she just leaves. Leaving it open-ended for him to tell her. But implying heavily, I already know. Yeah. Talk to me when you're ready. This is the issue where he looks the most like Damian Wayne. It's super yeah. weird. Like, that and whenever he's fighting with who he's going to fight with later on. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but when he... So Sam goes back out to the garage and is like... He wants that projection of his dad to talk to him again. He's like, who am I supposed to talk to this stuff about? Did, did you tell her? Does mom know? Does she know all those stories that you've been telling me since I was a kid? It might be true. Hmm. And uh, he's like, not. And a voice off screen says, not might. Um, and it's Rocket and Gamora. Yep. And she, Rock, uh, Gamora says, your father was a great man. And Rocket says, and maybe with a little help, you could be too. And then just immediately bursts in the <laughs> Immediately starts cracking up because he can't. Cannot take that seriously as a thing to say. Yeah. And uh, this is he, this close up on his face is look at any drawing of Damian mm-hmm. Wayne from 2006 to 2011. That is that's the face he's making here. Yeah. Like especially the shape of his eyes. Like I don't mean to keep harping on this, but like the shape of his eyes, the color of his mm-hmm. eyes, the spiked hair. Like he looks like. He looks like fucking uh, Damian Wayne here. Yeah, or if not, and for the record, he's definitely someone that Bruce Wayne would be like, hmm, I can make a hero of that child. Hey, kid, how, uh, your parents were on? No. Call me if your mother dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd love to give you a tour around Stately Wayne Manor. Um, which, for the record, Damian also was whitewashed for like a decade. Yeah, yeah. Because Damien is Chinese and Arabic, and yet looks exactly like his white father. That's because Bruce Wayne's Alpha Sigma DNA is so powerful. With prep time, he can whitewash his own child. With enough prep time, he can just override his his partner's genetic material. Yep. 
and just clone himself. He is the knight. And also, he is eugenics. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sinister cross Bruce Wayne when? But I think the the roughest part of this issue for me was Gamora having to be like, oh yeah, the other Nova's dead. Oh yeah, BT dubs. Uh, everybody's fucking dead. Yeah. Um, Good luck, kid. Good. You're, it's you. Because uh, Sam asks, like, how, where's my dad? How'd you get his helmet? And it's like, your dad gave it to me, said to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did it give you his instructions? He's like, I guess. It's like, you guess. Gamora and I didn't come halfway across the universe to waste our time. There's three billion people dependent on you. Not that there's any pressure or anything. It's like, I didn't answer this. Up until I met you, a talking raccoon and a green lady, I thought my dad was nuts. Look, I might live in a tiny town, but I've heard of Nova. There's another one here on this planet. He was, like, famous, a young Avenger or something. Go get him! And it's like, oh, you're referring to Richard Ryder. And your behavior is an, intol- is an insult to his sacrifice. Along with the rest of the Nova Corps. Oh, because he's like, then he's like, yeah, along with the rest of the Nova Corps. Oh, uh, that's Rocket's anger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, along with the rest of the Nova Corps. Like it or not, you're our best hope, so suit up. It's so funny Suit that they're up. like, oh yeah, you're you're too hot-headed. You're trying to shift responsibility about that. You're an insult to Richard. Like, this is exactly how Richard Ryder behaved at the start of Annihilation. <laughs> like, this is exactly <laughs> Have you met Richard? the memory of Richard Ryder. Uh, so they take Sam out to space somewhere. And they're training him by shooting at him. As you do. Uh, and so Sam, <laughs> Sam fucking spears Rocket. Yeah, I've got a note here about Rocket. I put uh, Rocket Raccoon trains people like Patches at Hula for dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> he trains people like Piccolo. Yeah. All right, so go hunt. I'm gonna throw you in this river. Uh, you're five years old and clearly can't swim. Survive. He's like Thor in Avengers vs X Men, just punching kids in the stomach. <laughs> no mess. He's Taz. <laughs> so, so beat beat me if you can survive if I let you. Exactly. Although his arms are too short to put anyone in a Taz mission. Rocker Raccoon. <laughs> he can do he can do the head and arm, but he can't do he can't grapevine the legs. Absolutely no. Uh and um Uh, so he beats Rocket and then Gamora's like you need to stay focused and uh, this page is really good here yeah Uh, where he's like I'm not gonna kill anybody and Gamora tells him in war the choice is not yours yeah so then I don't wanna play anymore I'm supposed to be in school and Rocket says school you fail and there's no earth yep he's like the helmet will protect you allow you to allow you to fly in space and breathe out there but you are by no means invulnerable she she kicks him in the stomach Mm -hmm. and is like couldn't you just text all this stuff to me and she's like don't think we believe you don't think we believe in you we don't but your father did and that's gonna have to be enough and Sam's just like this day sucks this fucking sucks I don't do this training anymore Uh, he's like okay I get it you proved your point you whooped my ass and they're like, well, you gotta be ready for the Jatari. Uh, the Watcher 
told me the watcher pointed me and showed me the armada or whatever uh all right so you got a space jump uh to where the the coordinates are because if you, the helmet if you saw them then the helmet logged the coordinates so all you have to do is space jump there yeah and um they're like you're gonna be a scout we just need to know how many ships and how far away so once you have reached a specific velocity, like they explain the logic yeah, logistics yeah. of a space jump to him. Um, and so he just flies out into space and just goes and goes and goes. And Gamora says, wish we had more time. And Rocket says, wish we had his dad. <laughs> uh, like, fuck, this kid sucks. But at the same time, like I feel like they're lying to him. Because, like, as from what we know, like, his dad's stories are inconsistent, he's unreliable and stuff like that, and we'll, we'll get onto it later when more stuff's revealed, but, like, he's not consistent. Like, he was absolutely untrustworthy to begin with, and we'll find out later that he's even more untrustworthy. Like, are they just telling them and, like, acting like his dad was better than he was just to make themselves feel better? Because his dad just seems like a dick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. His dad seems like a real piece of work. Um, Sam ends up out near Jupiter, and uh, there's just a shit ton of Jatari coming through. Hey, look, it's Uh, the guys from the film, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, did you see the movie? Did you watch Marvel's The Avengers in theaters all through 2012? Look at all these big, scary space whales. And no Hulk to punch them. How will our hero get rid of these guys? <laughs> Whatever will Sam do? Yeah, they, they see him immediately and fire at him. And uh, a voice says, Do what you want with the body. But I want that helmet intact. And so the Chitari come in to grab him. And Sam uh plays possum and just starts kicking their asses yep. really it's crazy but Sam does the Smackdown vs. Raw 2009 possum pin animation <laughs> <laughs> eyes shoot open yeah it's like it's <laughs> day of reckoning uh, momentum shift yep absolutely pops up and then here comes Titus like fucking biker taker just like when he's, yeah, because so Sam, it's like when he's shouting at the the Survivor Series team. It's for like the fate of WWE. And everyone's like down on it, and he's like, him and Kane are shouting. If people go, ah, we're gonna fucking win, I've been here since day one. Because Titus steps in. Well, at first it's like a shadowy figure shoots uh, shoots at Sam as he comes into one of the ships, yeah. and it's just boom, boom, boom. How how much alike you and your father are. Diving headfirst into a situation that you can barely understand. How sweet your death will be as I tear that helmet from your empty head. And he's like, I know you, you're Titus. You're one of the Black Novas, Supernovas. You're like my dad's best friend. What happened to you? He spoke of me, did he? Of our years together as Nova soldiers. How we risked our lives, our souls, for the greater good of the universe. Did he tell you of his betrayal to us all? He was like, that's a lie. He's like, your father was a coward. And so he tells the story again that um, yeah. that uh, Jesse told earlier. 
and it's a fucking mess what's going on. Fucking yeah. Ziz's head's missing. <laughs> Everything's yeah, on fire. Mr. Ziz is dead. Yeah. His, he is gone. He says, Jesse, you cannot leave in the middle of this. There has to be another choice. None of you have family. My wife's about to have her first kid, and this is as close to Earth as I'm going to be. I'm taking the skimmer to a jump port, and you're not going to stop me. No one knows we're out here, so there's no help coming. If I were you, I'd abandon this ship and... Traitor! You will pay for your betrayal, Jesse Alexander. Either in this life or the next. And he's like, no, you twisted what really happened. My dad went for help. Is that the lie you have embraced? How a live coward is better off than a dead hero. Or is it that you know now that that has happened because he has left us to witness... He... Or is it that you now know that all that has happened was because he left us to witness your insignificant birth? Damn. We thought the Regellians were coming for their quarter, but they were far worse. With weapons we had never encountered. They knew nothing of our mission. Raiders who wanted to keep the ship. The Tachari. Harbingers of death. And he gets shot... Titus gets shot through the eye. Yep. Uh, and I think he gets his... Does he get his arm taken yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, he gets too? his arm shot off and then he gets shot in the eye. Okay. Yeah, because he's got a... In the, the present, he has a... Um, big scary cannon. He has a... Yeah, but he's, he's got these guts now. Yep. Uh, and he says... Uh, I pre- he, he bargains with the Chitauri to take the recorder and... Um, like, hey, I can open that shit... Open the thing that it's in. Uh, if any of you try to open it, you'll blow the ship up and kill all of us. Yeah. So let me help, and uh, we'll learn the secrets in it. And they fucking build an ultimate nullifier, yeah. which <laughs> great, which is weird. Great that that's just around. Yeah, it's really weird. I can't like, obviously because when I can, I absolutely avoid the Fantastic Four because fuck Reed Richards. But I'm pretty sure the ultimate nullifier is it a creation of Reed Richards, or was he given the specifications by someone to build it? I think he's given the oh, specs in okay, that makes like, How has this random Rigelian recorder got Reed Richards' specs on it? But, you know. Right. And the, uh, so, he, uh, he says to Sam, we can destroy a new empire or create a new one. The future is mine to shape and craft. And he's like, do your Chitauri pals know how you sold the Novas out and will sell them out? And he's like, why would anyone aboard this fleet listen to you? I have lived with Chitauri, risen within her, risen in their ranks. They rebuilt my body, gave me a weapon that will crush through your Nova force, just as I did when your pathetic father challenged me less than a week ago. Only this time I will keep his helmet. And Sam blasts out of there, uh, manages to grab the ultimate nullifier, mm-hmm. Just through overwhelming speed, uh, he's trying to call out to Rocket and Gamora, and they never, they don't hear him. So he takes the, he manages to escape to, like, Earth's orbit. Or, you know, he manages to escape all the way home, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. And we get some more shots of him just looking like a fucking Robin. It's so weird. It's weird every time. Uh, And he's like, pleading with the helmet as though it is his dad yeah. and he's like hey um, I know you're alive I did this and I think you'd be proud of me but I didn't really think it through so I don't know where to put this it's, thing 
He just puts the ultimate Della Fire in a fucking box in his shed. He just he throws it in the trash. Yeah. And he's like, now I gotta remember that Tuesday is trash pickup day and we'll be good. Um And he's like uh He gets in the house and his mom's like, Hey, did you fall asleep in the garage again? And she's like, Your dad used to tell me stories like that a lot. And he's like, uh uh <laughs> I gotta go and runs out because he sees uh, he sees something lighting up in the garage mm-hmm. and thinks it's Rocket and Gamora, but it is of course Titus. Yep, Titus knows why his mom stays now. Oh. Yep, he says, "Give me what I have come for, boy, or I will turn this entire I will have this entire town burned to the ground and everyone you ever cared for with it." Absolutely despicable shithead. <laughs> it's a total piece of shit. Uh, issue five, the conclusion of this arc. Um, opens with... I, I don't know what is with it. I, I, I promise I'm not going to keep on with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, Just, no, what we know what's coming. <laughs> his face, his fucking proportions. He looks like a small child. Yeah. Like, Sam's supposed to be 15, he looks 12. Yeah. It's... He looks like a child. A child that may or may not be in the employ of the Batman. <laughs> the man of bats. But yeah. And he, uh... Sam uses his skateboard. Like, yeah. he just pops I've it up it, uh, to knock the helmet. I've got it, yeah. Sam hits Titus <laughs> with the Wild Wild West shovel kick up and unleashes the final flag. Because the <laughs> like, fucking just blast worked. he does is... Insane! He fucking incinerates the shed with it. Yes. Uh, and then he goes to grab the ultimate nullifier out of the trash. Turns, looks, and sees his mom. He's like, "Oh shit! <laughs> oh no!" Uh, who is she crying here? Is that supposed to be like a single tear, or is that a reflection from the light? I, I think it's tell. a tear. But I'm, I, I don't. Okay. The thing about it is, I'm not. Sure. It doesn't make it clear whether it's. Concerned, or whether she's proud of him. I don't know if she knows. She obviously knows who Titus is, but if she knows if that is Titus, or like if she knows something, she's not cotton on, because she'd be like, "Oh fuck, I know that Jesse's a shithead, and he did betray Titus, and this is his chickens coming home to roost." Or she has no idea because Jesse might not have told her, and you might have like tried to keep up the facade that he was a good guy. Because I don't think a good guy yeah. with a clear conscience comes home and becomes a deadbeat dad. Especially if he still has access to his Nova helmet. Because if he had the itch to go and be a hero again, he'd just pop it on and fly away. He could just do it whenever. Yeah. So I think... I th- I'm not sure why she's crying. It could be for any number of reasons. All work, I guess. But yeah. yeah it could just be, oh my god, my son is in danger. Yeah. You know? um, they're like... We're, I'm bored, and we're out of. Uh, oh, he says it's a so we're it's, we're at the skateboard and skate park yeah. and uh, Moffat. Who we find out his first name here is Carl. Carl Moffat, one name. <laughs> we need to drive home. This dude's a dope. He's a fucking ECW enhancement talent. So he is. <laughs> he gets choke slammed by nine one one. Um, he says to Carrie, bored. He's like, right. she's like, are you asking me or telling me? And she's like, I'm bored. 
me and we're out of beer tragic like Carrie seems like she is just here because she's bored yeah like it's 20 it's 2013 yeah go home play an Xbox do something motherfuckers played Xbox in Arizona I don't know what you're doing maybe they, they don't have the money for an Xbox because like, they live in carefree Arizona and are poor. Yeah, if I recall correctly, I mean, I don't know about Moffat, obviously, but I think Carrie's poor. I think in the next volume, they get to know each other a bit more, and like the reason why she offered to help with Sam is because she has a similar home situation. Oh shit! I think so. Don't quote me on that. It's been quite some time since I've. I will just simply keep reading, and I'll let you know. Hell yeah. Um. And he fucking Carl goes, dude, doesn't your mom have like eggs in your fridge? He's like, yeah, I guess. Uh, and he's like, let's get them. We can go egg bomb Alexander's house. <laughs> like, he's bored, and all he can think of do is, I'm gonna go fuck with Sam. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh, and she's like, why can't you just leave him alone? Doesn't life doesn't his life suck enough without you making it worse? He's like, what do you care? Are you like his girlfriend now? So, <laughs> are you like his girlfriend or something now, Carrie? She's like, no, but just because. So nothing ever happens this town doesn't mean and as she says this uh, fucking Titus crash lands on fire yep. in the middle of the skate park gets fucking and Sam, Keith Lee pushed into the skate park <laughs> <laughs> it's the bear cat <laughs> uh, and Sam trying to do his best hero voice is like citizens Step away from the alien being. Tiger. Thing. Anyway, there is danger. Yeah. He's really having it up, bless him. Yeah, and so Sam tries to save the other kids, uh, lets them, gives them a route to escape, and uh, tar- as he does this, uh, Titus targets Carrie. Yeah. He's like, I would uh, love Sam- to create some collateral damage right now. <laughs> Yeah, say, oh, cool, you care about these kids? Fuck them. Sam does not take kindly to this and shoots them back into space. And space jumps back to Jupiter. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, he says, uh, uh, I will tear that helmet from your head. And Sam says, then you won't be able to breathe. We're in outer space, doofus. You know so little about the universe. You think that human biology applies to all life forms. And Sam's like, okay, so I got a C in biology. But it doesn't take a math genius to know I win. He says, pointing the ultimate nullifier at him. Well, he thinks he is. I mean, who knows what end you meant to point. I mean, he's right, thankfully. But at the same time, it could have went very wrong. Because it's not really very ergonomic. It's just like a sort of square thing. It's just like a thing. It's like a, it looks like the end of a golf club. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, uh, he's like, you don't know what you're doing. And Sam's like, all that anybody's done since this all started was tell me I don't know what I'm doing. The last thing I ever wanted to be was like my dad. And now, for the first time, I realize how lucky I'd be if I was half the man he was. Here's how this goes down. You get back into your whalemobiles and take your little chitters and find another universe to bother. Or I blow you up. And I'm keeping this ultimate nullifier thing in case you sneak back here. And Titus goes, hmm, understood. Uh, understood. <laughs> Uh, and unacceptable and tries to <laughs> grab the ultimate nullifier 
And Sam's like, what are you doing? What are you fucking doing? What did you do? Uh, and Sam, this triggers the ultimate nullifier, opens up a, like a black hole. Yeah. And uh, everyone's getting sucked into it. And Sam manages to shut it off before he himself gets sucked in. Yeah. Uh, he does try to save Titus here. Yeah. yeah. Titus uh, doesn't go for it, gets sucked in. Sam survives, and then finally, Rocket and Gamora show up. He's like, what the fuck? Where have you been? As is always the case like, with people's mentors in these comics. Yeah, they're like, well, you, you handled the problem pretty okay by yourself, kid. Good job, Nova. And takes the they take the ultimate nullifier and fucking leave. Or they try to take it, and Sam's like, no, that doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> this is my brass ring, brother. And flies off with it, uh, and gives it to the Watcher. Yeah, I think that was that's a uh, great display of his intuition. How he's like, yeah, like I'm pretty sure the Guardians are good guys, but Rocket Raccoon having a big scary weapon, I'm uh, the Guardians having this would be a terrible idea. Yeah. I don't know what to do with it, but if anybody is going to see something coming to get this thing, it's you. <laughs> Plus, it, it, the Watcher can see shit from like a billion light years away, so if you need someone to hold right. a big weapon. It's going to be him. And so Sam flies back to Earth, and then we see one last flashback back to the day Sam was born. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is the first time we ever hear, like, see Sam's mom's name. It's Eva. Yeah. Uh, Jesse shows up just in time and uh, is there to watch Sam get born, mm-hmm. which now says 16 years ago. In the first issue, it said 15. So I'm guessing enough time has passed yeah that Sam has turned 60 mm-hmm. um and he, so this is from the point of view of Ava telling it to Sam yeah and she says it was your father's story to tell you but I thought it was time don't you you knew all along wow uh and she's like uh do I tell Kaylin and she's like look when you think she's ready you'll do the right mm-hmm. thing and he's like why me who else I said, I don't care what Titus said. He lied about a lot of things. But most of all, Dad is alive. Maybe he's lost or hurt. Wherever he is, I'm going to find him. I mean, there are only like a billion planets and stars out there in the universe. How hard can it be? Well. And then we get in a, a one-page epilogue that is Jesse somewhere in the universe staring up at the sky. And he just smiles to himself and he says, Sam. And to this day, I don't think that storyline has ever been resolved. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, don't, I think he found who he thought was his dad, and then that turned out to not actually be his dad. But then his dad's still around somewhere. Here, let's take a brief look. Yeah. I think someone I don't think it was a clone but someone used uh, the idea no it was a clone yeah he was seemingly rescued and returned to earth embracing Eva after a long absence however it was later revealed that the Jesse that returned to earth was an imposter after having his face deformed by a monster and confessed to being a clone created by the Chitauri from Jesse's DNA the fate of the real Jesse is unknown at this time god fuck I hate that shit I hate it so much but yes, so 
overall as an origin story, I really like this. I thought throughout the whole thing, like the dialogue jumped out at me is like a lot of the conversations that happen within this, it's very early 2010s before, and I, I, I don't mean to sound like Alex Jones here, before comic sort of dialogue got a bit too woke. You know when, they tr like if you read a comic these days, or if you watch like an episode of Star Trek Discovery and it's very much, yeah, science, or like, hey guys, let's be super inclusive and spell it out in the text. And it's like, that's not how you do it. Yeah, it's, it's very, we are telling you, not showing yeah. you. Like, the beauty of... I'm going to use the X-Men from the 70s yeah. as, a, um, as an example. Mm -hmm. They, the X-Men in the 70s, um, when they revamped the team after Second Genesis, it is deliberately an international team. Yeah. But there's never a point where Nightcrawler says, Colossus, uh, Colossus isn't it great that... You that you're from Russia and I'm from Germany and we're great friends. Yeah, yeah. You know they they weren't beating you over the head with the with the intention. Yeah, I mean I don't so much mind it when it's like um, it's comics that are blatantly meant for like a younger audience because you have to spell it out for like kids. But it's just like when they try and like shove it in your face and like as as someone who's part of the LGBT community. It's like, I get it, guys. Like, thanks. You think that, like, who we love is fine. I like that. Great. Wonderful. But, like, could you... Cool, thanks. I want to know about, like, superheroes. I, I like reading cosmic stories because of the whole sort of existential thing, all the concepts and stuff they explore. I don't care who's banging on the team. I, don't, I, don't, I think the best thing that's ever been done, um, well, not ever been done, but the, in terms of, like gender identity and stuff that they've really tried to shoehorn into a few stories recently in recent years it's been a bit ham-fisted those when they try to create that new team that was just a full roster full of like the worst workshopped ideas ever but there was a runaways issue where zavin's explaining to molly like how some days they feel like a woman some days they feel like a man and because they're a scroll they can just shapeshift in whatever they feel comfortable in and that's fine and molly's just like okay that makes sense and that, that's yeah. it. And they move on. It's not like they didn't make a whole thing out of it. And, I mean, some people might need to be batted over the head with the concepts. But, like, in this in this Nova Origin, like, they, they showed that, like, he was... His family was... Uh, was Mexican because, like, they speak in Spanish. His mom speaks Spanish. Yeah. And, like, yes. it, so it's, it's trusting the reader to get it. You know what I mean? And it doesn't talk down to you. It's not like, hey, look how woke this issue is like this isn't just another there's not a superhero. character literally named safe space yeah oh <laughs> oh god <laughs> I, uh, remember that book got cancelled before it ever actually that existed? was the worst month of my fucking life i had people who don't even read comics messaging me like what the fuck is this crazy <laughs> shit i'm like please comics are good i promise don't you ma don't make me answer for this i know? didn't create safe space <laughs> like there there just comes a point with when you're trying to do these things with these characters' identities, and I think a lot of times writers do mean well, mm -hmm. um, but it it comes a point where you are like a step removed from Vince McMahon turning to Shelton Benjamin and going, Shelton, I don't know if you know this, but you're African American. <laughs> like, Sam, I don't know if you know this, but you're Mexican American. <laughs> 
Yeah. So like the whole dialogue throughout this this entire run was like it felt like actual conversations people would have, especially um, in the first issue when he's talking to his mom and he's got his reservations about his dad. Like those are like conversations that you could see happening in a family in in those circumstances. Um, it wasn't weird. No, but it reminded me a lot of um, the issues of Invincible. Like after. Um, everyone knows his dad's a murderer and like his his mom is trying to cope with the fact that like it wasn't really a real marriage type thing in that period of the middle and they have these conversations about like oh why the fuck did he do this like he's a sociopath from outer space type thing it reminded me of that so I got a big bang of Invincible off it Um, but yeah it was just as someone who's never really against new characters because I know this was around about the time that there was a lot of blowback because everyone was like, oh, we don't need a new Nova, we don't need a new Miss Marvel, blah, blah. You're just trying to shoehorn, like, different non-white characters in. It's like, no, but these are good. Like, if you actually just sit down and read it, it's it's good. This is a good character. And I'm going to say this sincerely. You're the only person I have ever met who cares that much about Richard Ryder. I just love Space Dick. Everyone loves fit. Well, not everyone. Everyone being me, but like he's such a good fucking character. Um, I mean, he's been dead for the past however many years since. I think it was like two thousand and eight. He died in Thanos Imperative, and before that, he was just sort of written off because he was part of the New Warriors. But Annihilation is just a wonderful character study, and is the, the reason bit of a corny reason, but it's the reason why I have his helmet tattooed on my arm is because there's a bit. In between Annihilation and Annihilation Conquest, where he manages to somehow kill himself because he's answering. Luckily, he's got a Nova helmet on, so he can regenerate. But he manages to fucking evaporate himself into like a, a, a skeletal husk because he's flying from system to system, trying to answer as many distress calls in the aftermath of a war that he can. And he pushes himself too far, and like that's really relatable. Um, for me personally, as someone who tries to spread them at the time, try to spread myself thin, helping everyone else, and had horrible ramifications on my own mental health. But like, he's a great character, and he's consistently been that even ever since he came back, and he had the cancerverse inside of him, and there was that story where him and Sam had to find a way to get it out of him, and he sort of come back as a completely new character. He's retained his like hero complex. And his survivor's guilt, but it's also he's be he's actually one of the few characters that has acknowledged the fact he's fucking died, and it's changed him ir- like irreparably. There's a bit in the newest, uh, I think it's Donny Cates Guardians run, where he's sitting in a bar nowhere with Quasar, and Quasar also died in fucking Annihilation, got his fucking hand snapped and his soul sucked out by Annihilus. And, like, he's still, like, this fucking, ha, I'm a superhero, the universe is safe, and Richard's like, well, no, it's fucking not, you might be safe, and you might have powers, and that's great, but, like, there's still planets uh, haven't repaired themselves from the Annihilation Wars, people living in poverty, and it's, like, we're from Earth, like, poverty's bad enough there, but think about it on a universal scale, you don't care about the fucking mm-hmm. little people. You're just a, a fucking dickhead in a cape who thinks everything's going to be all right. It's not going to be all right unless we actually help people. And Quasar's like, oh, he's bringing the mood down. But he's like, no, he's... Because he's, he's acknowledged the shit. He doesn't live in a fantasy land. And I think he's just a wonderful character. I fucking love Richard Ryder. He's a champion of the people. And he wanted smoke with fucking Doctor Doom and Magneto a couple of months ago. He's just like, <laughs> I'll fucking... These guys are villains. I'm going to beat the shit out of them. 
who's with me? And everyone's like, ah, they're kind of our friends now. He's like, no, I'll fight them. I'll fight them all. I'll fight. Ev- I will fight everybody in this motherfucker. Let's make it is happen. Oh, terraforming Mars, are you, Magneo? I'll fucking cave your head in. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, he could. He absolutely could annihilate both those people. Maybe not Doctor Doom if Doctor Doom's got the dreaded prep time. But just in a straight up fight, he could fucking melt either of those people. And that's he's he's similar to Spider Man in that way. It's like he's got this. He's got an unbelievable level of power where he could snap someone's neck with a single punch, but he's always holding back because he's just riddled with guilt and responsibility. Right. You know, like, you know, like every team hero. Yeah. And and now, like, it, it's explored a little bit in the storyline where he comes back and him and Sam become friends. It's like you can tell from the dialogue and the way he acts around Sam, he's like, oh, fuck, I hope this kid doesn't have to go through half the shit I've been through. Right, I don't want you to do the things that I had to do. Yeah, it's not like, oh, here's my sidekick, my little Nova, we're going to go together. He's like, oh, dear God, no, child, please, no. And you're like, that that's something that I would feel if like I'd gone through hell and back and tried to stop Thanos and failed. And then this kid's like, I want to be a superhero too. I'm like, oh, sweet child, <laughs> please, no. <laughs> and it's only worse from here. Yeah. But no. Uh, but uh, you got. I was just saying, but done. No, like Nova's just my favorite character. He's just amazing. It's in, I think any mm-hmm. character that is their own worst enemy. I'm just a sucker for like <laughs> Jessica Jones, Daredevil, just like people who are have a people a compulsion to do good to a point where it becomes detrimental to themselves. Like I'm reading through Daredevil right. at the moment, and it's like this lad is determined <laughs> to ruin his life <laughs> to just fuck it all up. Yeah. Um, but thank you again, Gary, no for being on the show. Uh, thank you all for hanging out with us. I'm trying to do these shorter episodes because uh, I realized we were running way long, mm-hmm. uh, which means that when I start doing them really long again, they'll feel special. Yeah. Um, couple episodes coming up down the pipe. i got to figure out which is coming first, but there is going to be this month an episode on Static, uh, yeah. and there is going to be an episode on Runaways, and then... From there, we got some other stuff coming, but those are those are going to be the next two in whatever order they end up coming out in. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Archer Arios, A-R-X-H-E-R-A-R-I-O-S. The X is a C. Don't make me explain mm-hmm. it. Uh, you can follow the show at MCMF Pod. Uh, you can follow Gary at Fairy Stature. Did I get that right yes, this time? Yes, at Fairy Stature on Twitter yes. and... I've recently revived my mini painting Instagram, which is Annihilation Minis, and I'm painting Marvel Crisis Protocol minis, so if you like tiny little figures, you can follow that as well. This has been MCMF. Uh, rate us, review us. That uh, helps the show out. Um, tell your friends, follow, this, follow the stuff, and we will be back uh, in a week or two uh, with another episode going through another comic book story. Until then, take care. And we'll see you around. Yeah.